Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys. Let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a boss. Let me get this straight. Go ahead. When you're telling these little stories, have a point. Yeah, so hello and welcome to Wishful Booking. My name is Liam McNulty, joined as always by Jimmy Moorcraft. We're back. I mean, we were off for a couple weeks. We were. We were off for two weeks. A little break for the holidays, and now we're back. And uh, I'm not sure how I'm feeling about the uh, McMahons in charge. How do you feel about the new boss? Bosses? The new boss says. Yeah, well, the, yeah, the new position, the new multiple people holding the role. I don't think they've been as inundated in the product as I thought they would be. That's true. I don't think that it's necessarily a whole lot different, but no. I, yeah. I do think they've done enough differently, or at least one thing differently each week to make us go into a full sense of security that it will be different. Um, <laughs> well put. I think that it's been better. That's not saying yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, it's been better um, marginally. Yeah. More digestible in yeah. terms of watching it for three hours. Yeah. Um, they're, I haven't seen Stephanie a lot, which is the one I kind of want to see the most, personally. Oh, yeah. I wonder if they've been intentionally keeping her off just because she was, you know, the most consistent face of all of them on Raw. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I would I would like to see more of her. Oh, we know. We all know you love Stephanie. Yeah. You love your Stephanie. Sure um, so, yeah, I guess we could start with talking about the top of Raw with Seth Rollins and Bobby Lashley opened the show with a backstage brawl. Didn't really look that impressive, in my opinion. It looked like more of a tickle fight. And I was reminded of uh, how legitimate Bobby Lashley was towards the end of his TNA run, that I feel like he's since kind of lost that aura. Yeah, I, I think it's unbelievable that right when the show begins that there's a brawl starting conveniently in the back. Yeah. Were so you, I thought of that. Were you expecting uh, the 10-bell salute for Gene to kick off the show? Uh, I've actually never really recall them doing a 10-bell salute for anyone that was like an actual wrestler. I thought they'd do it for like famous people who die. No, they've done it. No, no, no. They've done it for... Oh. You know, they okay. did it for Owen Hart. Yeah, they typically do it. And also, Gene wasn't a wrestler. Some people might be shouting at their podcast app. Uh, well, he was in a tag match with Hulk Hogan, so in my money... <laughs> Technically, you're right. He has wrestled. That's true. As we but, know, um, as is fresh in all of our minds. No, I think they did enough with me and Gene throughout the night to yeah. honor him properly. The only reason I ask is because I was kind of thinking when the brawl first started, like, is that what they were going for? Is that everybody was uh, ready to go out for that? But that was just my active imagination running wild. Brother. They would have given some reason for why it was randomly happening at that moment. Yeah. So as I, I always try to do. Yeah, so, this, yeah, this transition this transitions into uh I don't know why none of the McMahons came out during this, which I assume that somebody wouldn't they would book the match for later on tonight. That was weird. Like why yeah. would they let why would they let their their show that they care so much about improving open like that? Yeah. Doesn't really make much sense when you think about it in that yeah. context. So then Cena comes out and says what he probably should have said on SmackDown last week, although I like what they did on SmackDown last week with him and Becky Lynch. So I will excuse it. Right, right. Because right. he's like, why am I back here? I don't know the answer to that. And I'm like, yes, you do. You're probably going to be in the Rumble. Yeah. And then he said that this week. So I don't know. That was just a little he weird. He said that he was going to be in the Rumble this week. Yeah. 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 Um, Cena, did it not strike you at all that C Cena comes out? Says what he says, welcome to the road to WrestleMania, which, by the way, doesn't technically start till Royal Rumble, Cena. But overlooking that, Drew McIntyre comes out and says, did you notice how he says a bunch of specific things that are very specific to Drew McIntyre, who he is, what he's done, how he, how he looks at Cena? 
the reason I say all that is because Cena cut what ironically has become his go-to promo about how all the other superstars always have, you know, have these go-to promos that they cut, which that's not what Drew McIntyre did at all. No, uh, no, it wasn't. No, I mean, I feel like, like the theme of it was similar, right, well, but I also feel like Cena has the same rebuttal. I mean, it's a wrestling that, I show. That's what you mean. It's a wrestling show. What? Is, yeah, Cena always says the same thing. But it's like it's a wrestling show. That's how everybody's always going to cut a promo. I mean, what do you expect him to say? I mean, we're talking about John Cena specifically. I think the promo is on the lines of John Cena is the greatest wrestler of all time and it's time to knock him off his high horse and there's a new guard coming. It happened with Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins. So I think that's what Cena was talking about. Well, I mean, Cena is a legend. That's how you talk to legends when they, when they decide to poke their head back around into the scene. But the reality is Drew McIntyre said he's taken out the shield, which, you know, that's what he's been saying, regardless if it's true or not. Said he's ta- he took out Dolph Ziggler and he took out Kurt Angle. Those are three things that nobody, especially not in that combination, have done. So for Cena to follow that up by saying, oh, this is what I hear from everybody, I was just like, wait, were you listening? Yeah, I, 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 guess, I, guess I, didn't, I guess I didn't think about it that deeply. I mean, you're right. Obviously, Drew McIntyre has done... But you can look at Randy Orton when he did the Legend Killer gimmick. He never actually acknowledged the accomplishments of the legends that he quote-unquote killed so i think mcintyre put him over right which i actually thought was out of character for mcintyre well yeah the way he talked about cena again i thought was you know different than other people would like he was talked about cena's accomplishments and why he why he that well i guess that is what everybody says (laughs) now that Um, i think about it well my, my question to you is do you think this is actually leading to a match either like on tv leading up to the rumble or maybe at wrestlemania or i was thinking mania huh what, you not? I was kind of thinking that this is wishful booking, but... It sure is. With the way Drew, I think Cena and Drew may happen before WrestleMania. Maybe they do, like, Drew Undertaker or something. Oh, man, yeah, that would, that would be better. Especially to have Drew beat Cena on the way. But I doubt yeah, that's going to happen. Just because of how they were kind of building him up. And, I don't know, it's rare to build a WrestleMania match. I mean, John, Drew McIntyre, John Cena, I guess, is a big match, but... I don't know, to start building it in January for Mania, I, can, can it last that long, the feud? I you mean, know? yeah, well, yeah, you don't have them, you know, you just planted this seed on Monday and you kind of keep them, you know, relatively apart from each other till the Rumble. Maybe they take each other out at the Rumble or one takes the other out, vice versa. Uh, although maybe not, because I did see Drew making it down to one of the last couple people in the Rumble. Then again, maybe Cena does too. But in any case, uh, I'm just kind of thinking, like, with the story... You know, Drew at one time was was the chosen one, quote unquote, by Vince McMahon, and that's a role that really Cena went on to go and take. So that that is kind of a built-in story if they wanted to go that route for that match at Mania. I know what you're saying yeah. about how there's a lot of time to get, but you know that could be a very intriguing story if they built it up right. No, well, if they built it up right, I guess is, is the main is the main yeah, thing yeah. there. I also want to see Vince and Drew interact now that Drew's back and Vince is in the picture again. That's a good point. Yeah. So see what that, that dynamic's that, like. That'll be interesting. Totally. So uh, Drew and um, Cena uh, are about to come face to face, and then uh, who comes out? Bobby Lashley? No. No. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush. Leo Rush is running his mouth about how Bobby oh, Lashley's right. going to sue randomly. He just like comes out randomly, which I guess I like the suddenness of it. At first, I was like, "Wait, what are you like? Why are you? Are yeah. you in the wrong? Are you in the wrong segment right now?" <laughs> Um, who's supposed to it, give it like an unpredictable feel, I guess. Yeah, which I, I, I did get that. And then you had Seth come out, and then I figured Finn was going to come out. They had uh, a six-man tag match. It was entirely too long. Oh, my God. It was like, Way too long. Like pushing 25 minutes. Yeah. It was insane. 
It really was. Cena took a powder for like half of it. And it's really weird, I do have to say. I wrote this in my notes. It's weird seeing Cena transition into a part-time wrestler like before my eyes. Yeah. Because the one thing that no one could take away from him is that despite being on top, he was always there and worked long matches. And for the most part, remained pretty good as a wrestler. Okay, okay. Big matches. Okay. And now he's not that anymore he's you know being no. protected in six-man matches and outside of the ring and the undertaker match was was lackluster and it, it's it's Very. i mean it happened it happens obviously with age and he's been on top for such a long time and he's a great performer and all that stuff i'm not taking any of his compliments away but it's weird seeing i guess you know my generation of wrestling he's like my rock yeah you know what i mean in terms yeah. of not not how i perceive him but how i've grown up with him in terms of I mean, like, he keeps you grounded. He's the one constant force in your life. He keeps you grounded, right? He's like like a rock. (laughs) Right. Right. Um, But, no, I mean, it's weird. I knew it was going to happen eventually, but it's, uh, you know, the haircut, and it's, 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 I Oh, my God, that haircut, dude. Yeah. It is not getting any easier on the eyes, I feel like. No, I don't know why he just doesn't, like, shave it. Oh, really? I think he's finally realized what I've known for the, like, most of the time he was on top, which is, dude, you have a, you have a child's haircut. You know, the, he does, probably doesn't want to shave it now because he wants to do his movie career, and that totally limits his roles. I mean, I guess he could wear a wig, but, you know, now I feel like his hair is finally, his hairstyle is finally caught up to his age, you know? Well, what, what movie Gotta do something is about he, those jorts. What is he going to get with this haircut? A Chicken Little sequel? No, he's, no, no well, <laughs> he could keep <laughs> playing, like, generals like he did in Bumblebee. You know, you can't okay. play a general with that doofy... Did you uh, see that? No, but I heard it was. I heard it was, I heard it was the best Transformers movie. Yeah, me too. Which it looked like from the trailers, but the bar was low. Yeah. Good for um, So yeah, the tag match was exactly what you expected. Uh, Seth Rollins got the pin on. By... Uh, Dean Ambrose. Dean, right? Duh. What was the whole Triple H thing with the cough? Was that supposed to be like Triple H wasn't watching? I think it was supposed to be. Uh, that's what I thought they were going for. But then but the way then it, it played it, out, it was yeah. Sorry, go ahead. And then and it makes you wonder. And then, well, this is we've had uh, we this I uh, wait I didn't hear Wade Keller really in a, in a while, but I had I could imagine that if I know him well enough, he had an issue with why he was having a random conversation with Sasha and Bailey being filmed and transmitted into the arena. Because I kind of of course, that. well, yeah, the yeah. implication is somebody wants to show Seth that Triple H isn't even watching his match. That's the whole implication. Yes, but but who's the somebody? Well, yeah, I don't know. Probably yeah. nobody at this point, but. I think it would have been better if they kind of showed Triple H talking to Sasha and Bailey about like the women's tag team titles that are happening, which they still are like not talking about. Yeah, that um, might have distracted away from it a little bit. Well, I meant like just oh, like shit. like 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 a brief like so Rollins is walking up and you hear something about it, and then like he's like, "I'll talk to you guys later." Yeah, I like one of my things about SmackDown. I thought SmackDown was great this week. We'll talk about that later. Is that yeah. Smack SmackDown feels like a fully formed ecosystem of interconnected stories and and things follow logically and it's this big environment where everyone's interacting with one another and raw is very disjointed to me and i feel like that's an example of how you know sasha and bailey are on monday night raw the women tag team titles are a thing that are going to be existing and i think it's okay to have separate things that are happening in that raw ecosystem being addressed while another story is unfolding if that makes sense Right, but I just, I think they might argue that that would have been distracting to, you know, because we're thinking about the Seth Rollins, I don't know, I already, it, it was already weird the way, it, like, I understand what you're saying, like, you might as well just go the extra step, since you're going to show him specifically talking with what has to be a favorite team to win the new tag titles, right. but 
it might have been distracted. But then again, as we learned, and his to, NXT babies too. I mean, you know, oh, the yeah, NXT true. thing. Right. I hadn't even really thought about that. But yeah. Then again, the way it went with Seth storming back there and just getting what he wants, like, wasn't the point that Triple H wasn't watching the match? Like, why is it just because of? I don't know. And then it culminated with Triple H saying to Seth, "Welcome back." Right. Yeah, well, I think because Triple H saw the fire in Seth and how he and yeah, how heated he was. Right, but hasn't Seth Rollins been like one of the MVPs of Raw for the entirety of 2018, to say the least? Well, well, that was that was what his promo to Triple H was. I don't know if it was last week or two weeks ago. Yeah. Right, but I guess just the ending the promo on that note kind of gave me the impression that Seth agrees with the premise that he's now back. Like, I just feel like if he's only now got the fire back in him, what does that say about the rest of the Raw roster? Well, you have to realize that Triple H, I think that the, the the issue with the McMahons being back is that, and I don't always need a heel and face dynamic, but when Triple H and Seth were together, they were heels, and Triple H was yeah. part of the authority and all of that stuff, and I think that Seth's edge reminds him of how Seth was when he was Triple H's, you know, lackey, as Seth Rollins said, and I think that's why maybe Triple H, I mean, I think I'm making the story up for them, but if right. I can rationalize it in any way... When, Maybe, like, it's back to the, the the version that he remembers when he worked with him closely years ago. Okay, going back to their promo from last week when they when the two of them were in the ring, I did kind of get that impression, but this week I didn't see... I was expecting, to, as a follow-up to that, to see maybe Seth not cheating, but doing a little bit more outwardly, like, aggressive, like, whatever it takes to win kind of things, which I feel like I didn't really see, you know, at least thus far up to this point on Raw. You know well, I don't mean? know if I want like, that to happen because I feel like you. Well, I'm not saying I want it to happen, but just what are we talking about here? What fire? If that's not it, like well, I'm trying to find something to explain what the fuck these guys were talking about. Well, I think Triple H's issue is that Seth Rollins was asking for a rematch as opposed to just like taking matters in his own hand and making the opportunity for himself. Which, yes, you could argue would mean that Triple H wants Seth Rollins to take the easy way out. Right. But it's the same storyline that Vince is doing with AJ Styles, though, too, they have to be careful of. I guess. Y- yeah, that's true. And why did they announce that match? Like, uh, Raw has been pretty good with, like, making things... There's at least one big thing happening for the following week yeah. that you want to watch. Mm-hmm. Why was this match... Why did it happen that night after they both wrestled? And why in a, in a hardcore well, stipulation? Well, to spice it up, I think... Were you not thinking at all, especially, like... As long as the opening six-man tag match went, I'm like, if wait, who's going to be on Raw? These are like the biggest stars on Raw. They're all in the opening seg- in the opening match. Like, who's going to be on the rest of the show? I think, Sasha and, I, I think Sasha and Nia, although the match wasn't good, could have main evented Raw. Okay, yeah, it could have main evented Raw. But yet when, I just say that to say when he made the match, I was like, oh, they're going to use two of them again later. That makes sense. Not, you know, not justifying it, but... Yeah, because we always argue about not a lot of talent not being used, and I think that you don't. Oh, yeah. they they don't need to reuse talent. No, 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 definitely not. And that, yeah. So in a way, that was an opportunity they failed to take. As you especially know. when, especially when both. I'm not sure if you know, but both EC3 and Lacey Evans debuted on main event this week. Uh, I heard it was just a dark match and not main event. I did hear that though. Oh, okay. I I saw the main event graphics, but maybe it wasn't taped for main event. Oh, hopefully. Um, not. I mean, what does that say? I don't really, I mean, EC3 definitely doesn't need, like, a trial. Maybe Lacey Evans does, because she's newer. Yeah. But, um, I don't know, I would have had, uh, maybe they're waiting, I don't know, but, yeah. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get to the actual match later. Yeah, definitely. Um, so then, Hogan and Gene, what did you think about this? I thought it was as harmless as it could have been. Um, I think Hulk was very genuine. Um. Yeah. I, I think it was short. I think Hulk, you know, he didn't mess up lines, um. 
the reaction was better than I thought it would be, although any reaction, I guess, is irrelevant. I don't think they were worried about that. Um, I think they stayed true to honoring Mean Gene. The video, the video was great. I like how they included bloopers, because totally. that's kind of what Mean Gene was famous for, in yeah. addition to his work, was that his personality behind the cameras. Yeah, um, you feel like he would have wanted I, it that I way. I thought it was... Um, I thought it was touching. I, I didn't really find it an issue with it, to be honest. Yeah. I don't know if they needed Hogan to come back for it. Oh, no. But, I, but I'm also not, like, mad that they chose him to do it, if that right. makes sense. Right. On paper, though, I, I was like, like the, right. the way it went off, I, I know what you're saying. The way it went off, it was a nice, touching send-off. And you can imagine that Gene would have wanted Hogan there, you know, for it. But on paper, just the idea of... You know, you bring Hogan back for Saudi, and now you're bringing Hogan back for this. It's like you're trying to. I said to somebody online, like they're they're us not giving them shit for bringing Hogan back under these circumstances out of respect for Gene is their plan. You know. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I mean, not to, but you're right. As with that being said, it was as touching as it could be. I'm just curious what Hogan's doing next. Like, are they kind of like maybe? Because this kind of made him look, I hate to say it because it was about a, a guy who's dead, but good, you know, talking about a guy who was revered in the universe. And, yeah. you know, they, they showed, you know, I forgot that he had inducted Mean Gene in 06 until they rem- reminded me. Right. Um, so I'm just curious if they have any plans to use Hogan in anything more high, high profile now that they're kind of slowly integrating him in. Yeah. Yeah, This well, this was obviously something that, that happened as a result of Gene's passing. I think it's, you know, they'll probably ease, continue to ease him in on, on those grounds. Like when, you know, this is a very unique situation, something you couldn't have foreseen. So, I mean, I feel oh, like they're, definitely. you know, I don't know about a plan other than outside of just easing him in. He might be at WrestleMania now that I think about it. Yeah, I was thinking of that. I mean, I could see that for sure. Um, but anyway, so then next up was the uh, tag lumberjack match with the, the big conspiracy, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I'm happy that Vince is giving these teams time to have decent matches. Yeah, I guess because both matches have been good, three star matches. Yeah, maybe maybe a little higher. That's a good um, point. I just don't want to give them to. It's a wrestling show, you know. So yeah, let the wrestlers wrestle. Is shouldn't be that hard of a fucking conclusion to draw. Well, uh, agree, but the revival were also were toiling with a three man masked luchador group for like a month. So this yeah. is progress. This is progress for me. Yeah, but anything um, would be <laughs> the lumberjack <laughs> match. The lumberjack match wasn't necessary. It had no no bearing on the outcome at all. True. Um, Very true. Whatsoever. Well, it got those other teams on TV this week. Bobby Roode like was in the worst position when uh, I don't know if it was Scott or or or, or Dash foot was on the rope because you saw Bobby like intentionally turned his head when yeah. that happened. Yeah. Um, even though I guess, I mean, they're a baby face team, so it, it, it would be weird to have them have him looking at it, but you could tell right. that he like, it was just awkward. I know it was something I noticed in, in the replay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like that they're making this a feud of some sort and they're, you know, the revival haven't lost fair and square. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if it's leading to the revival winning, which I think it should. I don't think it'll hurt Bobby and, Chad, because I don't think they should be a long tag team, personally. Right. Um, I don't think they should so, be champions, personally. I don't know if it's going to be a Rumble match. Something tells me it won't be, because the card is starting to fill up. Right. Um, the card actually may be done, based on what last year had. But, oh, uh, yeah, with the two Rumbles. Yeah, I think two Rumbles and then four other matches, I'm pretty sure. 
Yeah. Maybe less. So far. But um, it was, um, I don't know. It, I mean, it's nothing revolutionary or groundbreaking, but at least I, I, we're getting some semblance of a raw tag team championship feud with actual competitors who can wrestle. Yeah. So, do, you, do you think the conspiracy thing is going to be tied at all to the the revival having had to wrestle the the three man team for a month? Like, is that is that what they're? Because when they said conspiracy, I'm like, that's a weird place to go. Like, this kind of shit happens all the time, and you don't usually throw words like conspiracy around when it does. Well, I don't know if you noticed, but um, Scott Dawson had on his tights hashtag FTR. Oh, I, I you know did in in passing. Now that you mention it. So the Young Bucks on their show, uh, Being the Elite, always said uh, hashtag FTR, which stood for Fuck the Revival. Oh, wow. And the Revival turned it into hashtag Forever the Revival. So people are thinking that they're hinting at the Revival leaving and going to AEW. That would be crazy. Which I would not blame the Revival for doing that, because I I, I almost want them to. Yeah, I wouldn't blame them at all for doing that, but I, I just... That would be crazy to for that to have gotten through on WWE TV if their contract, you know, if that's a possibility on the horizon. I think that it's a reach, um, yeah. but the rival are also pretty smart, you know, in the know of the internet wrestling community, you know, type of right. people. So I also wouldn't put it past them. Um, they could just be fucking with us or forevering with us. And if Vince asked what it meant, they could have said, "Oh, it's forever the revival. It's our thing." And yeah, that could have been it. That could have been it. Yeah, check. So out. yeah. Um, just something I just something I noticed. You know what I was thinking? Uh, speaking of the revival on Twitter, they should just have one handle for the team, no? Because that's their whole thing. Is they're a unit? They're a tag tag team wrestling. I don't know. I just had that thought in passing on Monday. What do you mean one handle? Like they're just at the revival on Twitter. Like they're a unit. They should look at oh. themselves as a unit. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's just to complete the gimmick. I never, I never thought of it that way. Neither did they. There are eight matches this year for the Rumble. Oh wow. Um, but there's all stats, including a Cruiserweight Championship match, which will probably be on the pre-show. Yes, statistically speaking. But that still leaves... Seven matches. Seven matches, so I yeah. think the card's probably done. Yeah. I do have to say one thing, though, about, about the Rumble itself this year, and it's not something, like, groundbreaking that they've never done before, but I feel like when I grew up watching the Rumble, I feel like more often than not, the superstars in it were, like, 60% filler or jobbers, and then, like, 40%, like, the big people who you think are going to win. Or maybe even 70-30. Really? Wow. Yeah, I would say there's usually, like, one or maybe two people that could win. Well, not really who... Yeah, okay, right. Like based on the way they book... I know what you're saying, though. There's, It's a lot... You're, you're getting at the fact that there's more top stars. I feel like lately, in, in the years, at least the last few years, they're actually putting emphasis on build... Because we, we don't give them credit for doing this, because it doesn't seem like they do. But when you have a match like the Rumble, which has history, and you have these people that are being built throughout the year, and you look at, I mean, you know, Rey Mysterio, uh, even if he's newer, Mustafa Ali, um, you know, Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, The New Day, like, I mean, over half, the there's 20 competitors announced, and uh, not all of them could win, but there's only, like, Apollo Crews and Jinder Mahal who have no shot. Right. And our, tr- and our truth. So, um, like, Elias has been a pretty focal point of programming, and I feel like when you get the, you know, promo spot to announce the Rumble intention, I feel like Vince thinks pretty highly of yourself or yeah. of that person yeah. to give them that forum. So, um, I mean, the other issue is that I feel like this happened last year, too, where they announced, like, almost half, almost all the competitors beforehand, which I don't yeah. like. Yeah, no. Um, but it's just a note that I've noticed that, uh, you know, Bobby Lashley isn't exactly, you know, putting the, the raw on fire, but at least has been 
in pretty big storylines in right. Balor, you know. Yeah, but they could so, be, I just, that's, I you know, they could be booking them all better. Like, the, you're right, but they could even be bigger stars if they were booked. No, no they, they could, but if we're looking at progress from years past, I just think that the field is, is a pretty good field. That's true, but it's also a numbers game. You know, there's a lot of talent. They've got the two still separate brands at this point, plus NXT guys you could sprinkle in like we know they do. Um, yeah, well that, well, that makes it almost better that there's still surprises and... Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying, but they have those advantages, you know? I, I really, like, I don't know. We talked a little bit off-air. Like, there's a, they have such a plethora of talent. They should. There's no excuse to not have 205 guys and NXT guys occasionally on Raw and SmackDown to, as a way to promote the network and to slowly introduce people and introduce feuds. You know, they could, during the match, you have the commentary explain a little bit about this NXT guy, what's going on with him on NXT, and you maybe entice some people over to get the network, you know? Oh, yeah, I, I totally agree. Like, they should do that more. But, yeah, the Rumble is a big opportunity to do that. Um, but, Baron, but I, Corbin right. needs, Baron Corbin needs to stop wearing the vest. Isn't he done in an authority role? Yeah, no, he's so, done. He's, yeah. So why would he need to be wearing business casual clothing is my question. He doesn't want to go back to his old gear and he hasn't got new gear yet is the best answer I can come up with. But it doesn't justify it, obviously. It's a shame because, like, I look at him on Instagram and, like, he has a good look. I think that I think the head shave is better than the receding hairline look he had. Even yeah. if his aesthetic with the whole lone wolf thing, I I, I always liked it. Um, Same. I think they're I think they're wasting not like a major main event superstar because his ring work isn't anything to write home about. But I don't. It, it's he's not a he's a big dude. He's had tattoos, muscular. I don't know what they're why this is so hard to make yeah, well, him just a normal guy. I mean, they had him in, I think they're, it's casting, you know, the, the GM role was a weird fit, like, it was intriguing, but they never really did anything just beyond, like, he's a bad guy and he's corrupt in a, you know, authority position. Like, they never really, I don't know, they, they don't have a lot of uh, stock in him, I think, obviously. Well, I mean, you say that, but he's also been the focal point of television the past, like, two or three months. Yeah, but he's not now, he's just another one of the guys that's wearing, you know, uh, I mean, TGI Friday's they- clothes for no reason. They they gave him a rumble spot and a win on Raw, so I mean it's something. That's true. That's true. I would, yeah, it was a little surprising that he beat Elias, but me too. I was very annoyed. Yeah. Um, next up was Strowman and Lesnar, dude. What what the fuck was this? Oh my god! I well Ambrose had a good promo. I wanted to say oh that. right right right. Like his promos have been very like never bad, but you know the whole euthanate the the whole flu shot thing or whatever the fuck he did yeah garbage um, this was this was what he should be his character yeah it was Focus closer short i liked it mm-hmm. good point i also put that up to this point i thought that the show was structured well that you know if you look at the talent that was up until this point it was pretty you know yeah. kind of what i'm talking about with the, with the rumble like main people who were letting the, the show flow up until this point it was all right but on that note um they basically like they kind of spiced up the method with which they did it at the top of the show, but they basically did it Teddy Long, you know, six-man tag team match player. Like, they just did a little bit different version of how it came together. Yeah, which I can still appreciate something a little different and hope for better going forward, I guess, if I'm, if I'm being optimistic. Right, right. But, hope but for better not, going but, forward. Like, they yeah, know, but, they, but know they need to right. change, but they don't know how. So they're just trying to do something a little different. There's uh, subtle changes that have been happening, but it's... Yeah, definitely. It's just not enough, I guess. Okay, so Braun and Brock. I initially wrote, how is Braun... He looked completely fine. He was doing the whole arm thing, no cast. 
Um, they really should be playing this part up of his persona that he's had two injuries that he's come back from freakishly quickly. Yeah. I yeah, think it I... adds to his like level of... So I wrote this, though, before completing the segment. Yeah, well, yeah, I would think so, so far. Then I watched, then I watched the segment, and I said, oh my god, the segment, what happened? What happened? Why on earth would... Did, did he forget his lines? It wasn't... I mean... There was no way it was pre-taped, because Lesnar was there. They would not pre-tape that. No, yeah. Who, Lesnar forget his lines? No, did Braun forget his lines? When? Are you kidding me? He was just, like, staring at the screen, waiting for them to talk. Heyman made it seem like he because he kept saying, "Is that oh. all you got?" Oh wow, is that all you got? Yeah, I thought, as if like there was more to be said that he wasn't saying in the script. Okay, yeah, I thought that they were waiting to talk. I think I, I don't know. It, it was just so fucking awkward. That just speaks to why you can't script entire conversations in this setting, in my opinion. You got to stick with bullet points to culminate it with Brock Lesnar coming to the ring and they do nothing. Is like what? So clearly, Strowman is not cleared to 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 engage in physical conduct. Okay, so don't promote a face-to-face confrontation, right? Oh, I, I, that's like, absolutely correct. Obviously. Yeah, without a doubt. I just think, when I'm saying, like, wow, like, look at Strowman, he looks so great, like, he's superhuman, and then I saw the, <laughs> I, the, and then I saw the, the segment, I'm like, okay, the real Strowman would just get out of the ring and, or run to the back of the ring and beat the shit out of Lesnar. Yeah. He, pull, he used a fucking hook to pull down a, a large structure on him. Oh, my God, yeah. Different and now guy. you're just, Must be a different and now guy. you're just like and now you're just like letting him watch Brock Lesnar like the biggest guy in the company just stand on the ramp. It makes no sense. It was bad. It was really bad. bad. I would have just done like they you know what they do best are this the backstage sit down things with Brock and Heyman where Heyman talks and Brock talks and he curses and they have to bleep him out. You could have showed them yeah. like training. You could have done anything. I don't care if Lesnar's not there. Lesnar is a a part time attraction. I have accepted that as a wrestling fan. Um, I don't think the title should be on him, but it is, and I'm dealing with it. Don't waste his dates on things like this. Yeah, totally. Because they could have probably done something that would have been the opposite. Probably could have been amazing, because the production team is so good. And really made me hyped. And, you know, spun the match differently. And Strowman lost last time because of Corbin. And, Dude. You know, I, yeah. what, 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 you know, a year ago when, when they wrestled, Strowman was still newer. Now he's grown, you know, he's, he's advanced. And... Money in the Bank winner and Greatest Royal Rumble winner and like give me that. Well, yeah, up to the Money in the Bank winner. I'd say don't remind people that he had it and still hasn't been champion because that's like what. Um, but that's just my opinion. The idea of showing just a training video, I like a lot. Even even yeah, show even Lesner... Brock is the one. But hold on, Brock is the reason why Strowman lost that that the briefcase. Don't forget. Well, he's he's which, which ultimate, no those. no. Braun put himself in a position to. I mean, you're a monster. You have the Money in the Bank briefcase. There's no reason to cash it in ahead of time, for starters. So Braun, Braun put himself in that position. He could have caught everyone off guard, cashed in, and won any time he wanted to. But he's also a babyface monster who thinks that he can beat Roman Reigns in a Hell in a Cell match, and Lesnar is the reason why he lost that match. Well, I feel like they're finally catching on to the idea that babyfaces have to change a little bit and evolve, finally. They're, in fact, long overdue, too. Do you notice how on SmackDown Live... Daniel Bryan got attacked out of nowhere twice by baby faces. Like baby faces, yeah. like baby faces. That's not an excuse to say he was a, he was a, he was a good guy doing the noble thing. Like no, he's a monster, and he had a fucking golden ticket to win the title. To come out of that with no golden ticket and no title means he's a fucking idiot, in my opinion. But why wouldn't? But why wouldn't a monster think that he doesn't need to take a shorthanded route to to win if he's so high on himself and has slipped over ambulances and buses and all this stuff that they've. Told us. Well, because he would have been smarter than he was. 
I don't know. I feel vindicated because he didn't. He doesn't have the case anymore. He didn't win the title, so obviously he did right. something wrong. I, I I agree with you, but I'm trying to say that they need to make us care about this Lesnar match, and Lesnar is the reason why that that Hell in the Cell match had no finish. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was and thinking, the, and that's the one he's wrestling at the Royal Rumble. Because I was thinking, I would have. I wanted to see Lesnar say something like talking down to him, like, "Haven't I beat this guy a number of times?" And then, of course, yeah, Strowman, that, yeah. Strowman could come back and say, "Yeah, you with help, mostly." Except yeah, for that time, you did it by yourself. <laughs> anything. <laughs> yeah, so that was just bad, obviously, all around. Also, also, Str- Strowman lost a lot of muscle while he's been gone. I don't know if you noticed. He's you pretty so? budgy. No, I didn't yeah, notice. Chest is like non-existent. Wow. Huh. I didn't really get yeah. a good look at him. That's crazy. Yeah. Can't have that. Um, after this, we had a mixed tag match. Uh, Ember and Apollo and Jinder and Fox. Um, uh, you Upset. know, Ember and Apollo won. That's really it. Yep. And then after that was uh, the moment of bliss with Ronda and Nia sucks and uh, Ronda. What What did you think about this? I have some opinions about several aspects of this. What did you think about um, this whole thing? Well, I will first say that, do you remember when the Iconics first debuted and I said that I think the Iconics should get their own show because there has never been a female who's had a talk show segment on wrestling? Yeah. Yeah, you, you did say that. Yep. So I'm more than happy that Alexa Bliss is the one who's been given that, that chance. I'm sure. Um, I think, well, Alexa looked amazing, just to say yeah. that, as an aside. Oh, did you think um, so? <laughs> I think I liked how it was done on the ramp and not in the ring. Same. Um, I think it, w- it was a little different. I liked Alexa's little uh, give me coffee, and it, it felt a little different. Um, I thought that the whole the whole Sasha thing felt very out of left field. Really? Um yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it, it, obviously, it obviously, it is out of left field, right? I just meant that I kind of, I don't know why, I, I kind of had an inkling she was talking about Sasha Banks. I don't know why. I mean, it was, she definitely oversold her. Not saying that I, I agree with she everything was she talk said. About but... Natalia. Oh wow, yeah. Well, I mean, Natalia did just have a shot, though. Well, I didn't think she was talking about giving someone a shot. Really, I thought she was just like, I don't know. Yeah. Talking about the most recent match she's had for the title or something. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, well, yeah, I guess I could see how anyone would be surprised by that. I just, I wasn't super surprised by Sasha Banks. I was a little... Sasha's been with Bailey too, so you, you can argue that she's been talking about Bailey because they've been right. on the same totem pole yeah. for um, like a year. First of all, Ronda Rousey totally, I don't know, why was she, she was like, why is she so gung-ho Sasha? Like, that she, I felt like she praised her, like, super, super duper hard, like, you know what I mean? Like well, sh- Charlotte saying. doesn't have the talent in her pinky that this person does. Like what? Yeah, Charlotte's like beating her as much time as Sasha's beating her, if not more. Yeah, yeah. It's just super, super. And and with Becky, you know everything she said about her. She basically like she said she's the real Rocky Balboa. She's like taking everybody else's gimmick and giving it to this person, and then it's Sasha Banks. I could totally see how that's out of left field. I thought it was a little strange. Sasha comes out. Well, uh, obviously Nia said some stuff too, which we'll talk about. But when Sasha oh. Sasha came out. And said, uh, you know, Rhonda, thank you for those compliments. I appreciate it. And went on to say what anyone in this situation would. Like, I'm going to teach you what it's like to lose with grace. I felt like Rhonda laughed at that a little too quickly for someone who had just, like, totally, like, oversold Sasha Banks. You know what I mean? Like, really, you're laughing off the fact that someone could beat you that you just described as, you know, the be-all, end-all of Monday Night Raw. More talent than, you know, Charlotte Flair has in her pinky. Really, you're going to laugh at the idea of that person beating you? Well, how would you have a respond? I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just, I just don't know. I would have had her, I would have had her mouth like, oh, okay, okay, we'll see. 
You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you could see, if you could kind of envision my facial expression, but it's like, yeah, hey, you think so. Okay. That's, I am not surprised you think that. And you will see what will happen instead. Yeah. I, um, there should have been maybe have like a tag match with Ronda, Sasha and Bailey at some point. Just for yeah. them. I'm to sure have they them will. All. And then there's the other element of obviously everyone is, I don't know about clamoring, but there's been a tease for what feels like years for the horsewomen. And Sasha is a part of that, theoretically. True. Um, so True. that's something that I... I mean, it's the first week of the feud, but there's only two more weeks to go. Well, I'm not worried about that. I mean, they're both faces, so it's not like you're going to have it be like a heated thing. You know what I mean? Like, I think... I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I like the idea of these I two putting on a match. Uh, I think Sasha... You know, I, like it's a, it's a good time for this match, I feel like. See, I, I, I don't. Last year, they had no women's matches at the Rumble. I really didn't mind it. I don't really... I love women's wrestling. I'm glad that there's two title matches and a Rumble match. That's great for women's wrestling. Um, so there's only so many matches that Ronda can run through that are high profile. And I feel like Sasha, you know, maybe if she could have turned heel down the road somewhere, maybe if she was on SmackDown and Ronda goes to SmackDown, this is a match I, I would have held off on. There's literally Sasha mm. Banks, Asuka. You have Becky probably happening at Mania. That's like the only exciting matches for Ronda to have, and then she's run through the entire division. Yeah, well, she could wrestle Charlotte again. I mean, there's going to be new people coming up. You could, no, you could, I could, I don't know, I could see, I don't know. That is, good, know. That is a good point. I could see why you would say that, but I just think that they're probably going to be separate. Like, this will be the last time they have to interact for a while, I would think. Yeah, or even like Ember. Ember's been spotlighted. I wouldn't have minded Ronda versus Ember. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I love Sasha. I mean, I'm, I was not expecting this match. No one, I think, was. Yeah, I kind of the card. I kind of like the idea of you know the unpredictability of it. Yeah, I mean, I just think Sasha's going to probably lose, and then I don't know, win the tag titles, and that's it. You know what I mean? I feel like I would have mm-hmm. done the Bailey. I would have done the Bailey thing, win the tag titles of Bailey, have her turn on Bailey, have her turn heel, and then go against Ronda. Have them okay. both be on SmackDown when SmackDown goes to Fox. I could map out like a year of Sasha's career if they really wanted to, to put her. And also, she hasn't been like, I don't know, like at least Finn Balor has been in like singles matches on pay per views and has been like, has had a pretty high win percentage. Sasha right. doesn't really. She's kind of fallen a lot. They haven't been keeping her hot. Yeah, totally. And like, I don't think one promo from Ronda Rousey putting her over is going to change that. Well, I mean, she kind of, that's, I guess, why she praised her so hard. She's like the unsung hero that, you know, patiently yeah, waiting like, her turn, but it's, she the crowd didn't, something. The, and the crowd reaction said a lot, too, where Sasha's at. The crowd was like, uh, well, yeah, I think they Sasha. were, they were surprised, too. Um, yeah. what was I going to say? I think I might I'm surprise, I'm going to surprise it. you by the end of this episode, because something that happens Tuesday night kind of made me gave me pause to reconsider where I think things are headed for WrestleMania. Oh wow, I'm on the edge of my recliner. <laughs> I bet. Um so um, Nia Jax's contribution to oh this. Lord. She sucks, right? She's bad. She's so uncomfortable. There was no I would have just all you had to do was put well, I guess you needed someone to face Sasha to get the title match. Even though Ronda is saying when Ronda and Nia first wrestled, didn't Nia just like say she wanted Ronda? Yeah. Remember that? Yep. Why when she was Ronda champ. Just, why couldn't Ronda just say, I'm a fighting champion and I want Sasha Banks at the Rumble and I'll put my title on the line? Well, I suppose she could have, but they couldn't. They're still hopefully getting this out of their system. It's, this is how WWE does it, you know? No, but I'm saying that they didn't do it like that with Nia. Nia is, on, is, is lesser of, than Sasha. 
Like, why does Nia get to pick her opponent, but Ronda can't pick her opponent? And well, then you that was the red Jackson carpet in thing. That was there was special rules on the red carpet, I guess. I'm just saying. I feel like there there was a way not to have Nia involved in this, and it was annoying that she was. And I feel like it would have put Sasha over more in the match over more if Ronda just straight up asked that Sasha came out, the match is made, and that's well, it. And that's, yeah, and that's the segment. But that's what it's to justify your first concern. I think why Sasha? Why now? Well, they want to have her earn it to some degree, and beating Nia, beating the girl who just wrestled for. The title, I mean, you know, it just it solidifies what I guess Ronda was saying. Were you expect you were expecting Sasha to win when they made the match? I was expecting Sasha to win or, the, or it to be a triple threat match. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, it could have been, I guess. And then, and the only reason I wanted the triple threat was to save the Sasha's Ronda singles match. Right. Right. Okay. Um. um but Nia was. They just don't know. Nia, by the way, Nia did not fit in that chair. No, yeah, I'm not, I'm not didn't, even, I'm not didn't fit in mean. that segment. Nia didn't I'm fit in that segment. Mean. So maybe it was a metaphor. Um, the match, I thought Sasha Banks was was dead at one point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She has she has to stop like beating herself up for opponents that are lesser than her. Who I love her for it. I, rec- I, I commend her for it, but it's going to kill her. I think Wade called her Gumby. <laughs> it's insane. He, he likened her to Mick Foley and how um, like, people said that about Mick Foley back in the day. Like, you got to take it easy. Yeah, like oh my god, girl, like we get Crazy. it. You even if even if creative isn't giving you stuff, you've proved your worth. You'll always be the real fans will know that you're talented. Yeah, we, I, I'm, I'm good. We get it. You want to die don't, in or around ringside, but don't th- we don't want you to. We don't want you to is the thing. Um, I can't think of another. She said that she had another match with it. I can't remember what it was. Well, I guess her matches with Charlotte were physical, but um. Anyway. Oh yeah, there's the a number was, of crazy the match was clunky. The, the match was clunky. Um, uh, yeah, it's I Nia. I think Nia is totally out of her league. Oh yeah. Um, like speaking that apron, wrestling, the, the apron spot. Nia wasn't supposed to like flip into a Hurricane Rana. <laughs> that, that that had to be what Sasha planned on doing, right? And Nia oh, yeah. just like fell to the apron. Ugh. Yeah, it was ugly. <laughs> That's a good point. I didn't even consider what that was supposed to be. And then I thought she botched again when she when she dropped her on the top rope. Yeah, she did. But but I think that was planned, right? Oh, I don't I don't know. It looked weird to me. God, I fucking hope it was planned. If if it isn't planned, Vince needs to like really consider not letting her wrestle. Yeah, finally. I would have been considering that for a while. Like I don't know. After Becky Lynch and the way she acts on social media, unless they're telling her to act like that, like you know, she's just all leaning hard into that being entitled because you made a huge mistake. So yeah, Sasha taps out Nia. Um, also, R- R- Nia Jax is 300.5 ounces. Did you know? Oh, God. What was that? Yeah. <laughs> 300.5 <laughs> Samoan ounces. That is like, oh, are you mixing the, the systems there, the metric system? I meant to do this before we went on the air, but that would equal 18 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So Nia Jax is 18.78 Samoan pounds. Wow, the camera really adds really adds to that well no takes away apparently oh yeah wow yeah like takes away like 220 pounds well no i'm saying like the camera she looks a lot never mind (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) um and then the okay yeah dean yeah uh dean and seth was good it's i i mean i 
feel like if I'm having the choice, I would have done Dean and Seth at the Rumble in a False Count Anywhere match and not done Ronda and Sasha, just because Dean and Seth need some validation of that awful TLC match. Um, well, th- yeah. this, was a, this was a good match on Raw, um, but I feel like with like a pay-per-view format, they really could have went balls out. Yeah. Um, Did you not see when Triple H make, makes it a False Count Anywhere match, was it not like, well, he started the show brawling with someone he's not in the match with, so gee, I wonder how this False Count Anywhere match will end. Did yeah, you not get absolutely. that at all? Yeah. I totally like, got that, yeah. I don't know, it just made sense. I mean, I, it, then again, he couldn't be like, well, no, let's just make it a regular match. A face, obviously, can't say that, but it was just predictable. Um, very. And then, uh, I mean, Lashley, Lashley getting the spotlight isn't a bad thing. I don't remember, I don't think he's ever closed that raw standing on top, so that kind of gives him like a, a bit of a pedestal to stand on. A little something, um, yeah. And I like how when the, the, the Rumble happens, they build some like mini feuds, and then the Rumble match itself, they usually materialize, or there's a match after the Rumble, or before the Rumble, or whatever the case may be. So I like that. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm sure these two will intermingle in the Rumble for sure. Yeah. But uh, that was raw. Yeah. Should we talk about... No, never mind. Let's move on to SmackDown. Okay. Yeah, I was um, just going to... Yeah, yeah, let's move on to SmackDown. I was going to talk about who's going to win the Rumble, because I think it's obvious, but... Let's just move on to SmackDown. We can talk about it after SmackDown, because I'm curious to see who you think is so obvious. Really? Well, think about when I just brought it up, and it's not Bobby Lashley. <laughs> oh, what's it, well, it's who I said. I, what do you mean? I'm the one who thought he was going to win, and you told me no. I didn't say, well, no, I, I've thought for weeks now that it was probably going to be him, just based on the way they've been framing him. Um, oh, you I feel said like that Vince you don't Reece, think it should be. Vince Reese, yeah, I don't think it should be, and I still don't. But I think Vince recently decided that, you know, Roman's gone. we got to go with someone. Seth is the closest thing that he feels comfortable with. And that's why I don't like the whole Triple H. That's why I don't like the idea of Rollins suddenly now. Because it's like, I don't know, I just think he was hotter the night of WrestleMania 31 until they immediately cooled him down the next night by keeping him heel. He, like, it's just, you know, nobody's, there's no natural... I guess, I don't know, they're trying to create a natural buzz, so whatever. I think it's happening I'm all, for sure. I, I, I'm all for it. Yeah, all of it. I know. Yeah. Um, all right, so okay. SmackDown. SmackDown opens up brilliantly. I mean, I've never been a Daniel Bryan fan, but this is all really brilliant stuff. He's yeah, doing. yeah. Um, it's inventive and creative to go outside of the box. Um, calling someone impotent. Uh, what was it, yeah. impotent? What was the next thing? Uh, I don't impotent, impotent, specifically oh, remember. Impotent, do better, impotent, impotent. Uh, I don't know. He he said a lot because he cut a promo later too. That was fucking awesome. No, I know, but then he kept going in the crowd and he kept saying that it was it was a thing. I can't remember. Yeah, sorry. That makes two of us. Uh, okay. Um, throwing hot dogs in people and soda in people and you know the environmental stuff is a little too much, but it works. He's making it work. Yeah. Like I'm still kind of like iffy on that being the main focus of his heel character. But I'm also, I know that's who he is in his real life, and I've already talked about how when someone turns heel, you don't need to make him this, like, entirely new person. True. Even yeah. though his name is literally the new Daniel Bryan, but I meant, like, you know, we Still all Daniel know that Bryan. These, are, these, are, these are things that he's supported. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. As, like, yeah. a real human being. And we've talked about the idea of having, I mean, he's basically right, everything that he's saying, having a heel speak out against, you know, a, a, a correct, a morally sound cause is questionable but whatever um he does it awesome he's he's really good at it and then i like how our truth who has who really is such an inconsequential character but i also give them credit for you know he's he's was at one point you know in main events 
you know, whether he should have been or not is irrelevant, but he's always been a reliable worker, uh, a lot more than he'll ever be given time to show, probably. Or oh, definitely. Um, but I like he came out with fire. That was a logical follow up from last week when Dana, or two weeks ago when Daniel Bryan beat him up when he was dressed as Santa Claus. Um, yeah. Daniel Bryan beat him in four minutes, which he should have. There was a little bit of a hope spot, but Daniel Bryan's a WWE champion, and that's as quick as it should have been. Right. AJ, AJ Styles comes out. None of it was like revolutionary booking, but it was all really good. It makes me excited for another Daniel Bryan AJ Styles match, which I didn't need to be excited for, but I like how AJ has his character shift. Um, AJ earned another championship opportunity it wasn't like they're doing what they did with him and joe or nakamura where it just happened again should we talk um, about were you surprised that aj won that match last week very surprised i thought it was going to be ray and, and ray and daniel and they were going to i thought they were going to do what they're doing with ronda and sasha with ray and 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 daniel at at the rumble real okay that like he'll probably never be the champion again let's put him in, in a high profile match he's has a name value and let's kind of like get let daniel run through a, a credible opponent you don't think thing. sasha's ever going to be the champion again uh oh well okay that's what i got no. from that I, i'm not trying to compare all those points i just made but you know like a well-known person for like a big four pay-per-view right could be a big against... level match but like you, you don't want to you just kind of want to move on from it right okay yeah no i, I only, could definitely I, three weeks of build i was expecting either ray or mustafa ali to win that match too i was surprised when aj won yeah um i mean mustafa ali um, obviously would have been crazy i will say obviously no, I was thinking, I texted you after uh, when he beat, uh, or the week after he beat Daniel. I'm like, wow, they're really like, out of all the guys that debut that we want Vince to focus on, I mean, Mustafa is great. I yeah, I, I don't want to be mean. Right. But I mean, there's been a lot of new talent that Vince has not protected as much as they protected him. Yeah. And you feel like there's no specific call for it other than that he's just yeah, a small guy. Exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. Same way I feel with That's, Seth. Exactly. Oh, wow. Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. Exactly. Um, exactly. That's a shame. Not no. exactly the way I feel with Seth, but kind of. Okay. Well, we'll move on. Yeah. To what is not saying a lot because we're literally eight days in, but the match of the year for me Which, so far. I mean, it's a tag match, and it has been. You're just saying WWE though, because Wrestle Kingdom happened. Wrestle Kingdom happened. I have not watched it actually. Yeah, have I, haven't, I haven't either. But I'm just saying the odds are. There was probably a better match that happened on that show than this right, tag match. Right, WWE. Right, <laughs> WWE. Okay. Um, we had Andrade and Joe versus Ray and Ali. Um, it's given a very good time of about 14 minutes, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I not that I was expecting it to be bad by any stretch, but I just wasn't really expecting to be that invested and oh, for man. it to be as great as it was. Yeah. Man, did they uh, use that 14 just, minutes, huh? Wow. I mean, the, the fallaway slam on the announce table, everything felt like like it's WrestleMania season, yeah. really. That's kind of what it felt like. And I think that they are all deserve a lot of credit. The Canadian Destroyer. Um, Dude, Canadian Destroyer the, what, though? What do you mean? Canadian pile Destroyer Piledriver. Yeah, isn't it, I mean, I guess they could get away with saying oh, that wasn't supposed to look like a... Well, I mean, look, it was said, a pile driver. It was a flipping pile driver, so... They just said pile, pile driver. I don't, even, I don't even think they said Canadian Destroyer. I think they just said pile driver. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure. I mean, that's what I'm calling because that's, that's what the move's called. That would but be a crazy way to reveal I'm that it's back. I'm positive Corey Graves said, like, a flipping pile driver or a pile driver. Or he pile drived. Yeah, maybe. Uh, pile drove. Um, he was pile driven. It was great, and it was a swerve ending. I was shocked. Oh, my God, yeah. The way that was done was brilliant. So at it, yeah, um, yeah. And the way he transitioned from the gut buster. My only awesome. issue with Almas's finishing move is that it takes a little too long to set up, 
and it looks yeah. a little it looks a little too like he's such like, a great performer and the movies he does are incredible that I don't know what else it could be but I wish that he had like a backup finishing move sometimes what you think it's um, a little underwhelming a little bit huh. it's kind of like the dirty deeds just like with the arm back instead of both arms back I think it's cooler than the dirty deeds personally with the with the leg hook yeah but 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 the dirty deeds could be so much easier to get from any angle like Dean Ambrose has like kicked someone quickly and done it and yeah, the you know dirty what I mean deeds I don't is know a shitty move I don't know I think the dirty deeds is a more underwhelming move I, th- I think that I like Andrade's variation on the DDT better personally Okay. But I understand well, what you're saying. Yeah, uh, it just felt like there was like a, like a few seconds before Andre was able to Andrade was able to like actually hook it. Yeah. Um, regardless, I was shocked that Andrade won. I don't Same. have any faith that it means anything. Um, well, I mean, it's a little. Sh- it's I would hope it means something because it's a little, you know, surprising. Just they they well, didn't Cole have to Ray's do that, really, and you wouldn't have thought they would have done that based on the way that they have had Andrade with Ray previously yeah Corey gray's really put it over like it's the biggest win of his career he's right i mean um I, I mean, doesn't say much for the nxt title but <laughs> uh, precisely that's that's where i was going with that you, you have to you have to you want to promote they he promotes it on his products same thing with nxt uk blackpool the, the takeover this saturday um but you, ray you is, a, is a wwe legend so yeah I, pinning but, but a wwe then, legend you know i would have just had andrade beat ray on, on that singles match a few weeks ago. And oh, I mean, yeah. Then then I feel like it, it's the biggest. But, I mean, in a tag match, See, it's still a big victory, but I, I don't know. I have a feeling I, I just, they might be going with... Well, I guess we'll talk about that. I don't think Ray can afford to lose a singles match right now with what okay. they have planned. Oh, all right. I mean, I maybe I'm wrong, I, I, but I, I was I, thinking what they what you thought for Rumble, I'm thinking for Mania. That is what they're thinking, maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Well, the other option I was thinking for Brian for WrestleMania is John Cena. Oh, Wow. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that. Which you can never put aside as it not happening. Probably won't, but I don't think anyone should write that off. Oh, shit, man. Yeah, that might happen, actually, with his... Because, you know, it's going to be a record-breaking title win. Otherwise, I would say he doesn't need another title. He I still doesn't, he doesn't think, need another title, but I mean... No, and I don't think he'll win the Rumble. I think they'll make Seth win the Rumble, and maybe Cena wins the Chamber. Yeah. If they go that route. If they go that route, yeah. But I could definitely see that. That's a good call. I wouldn't have thought of that. But Ray is the only other option, really. Yeah, yeah. Unless um, they unless they make changes, brand or whatever. Yeah. Um, next, we had the first of three promos, which I all thought were for, were important. I love how this triple threat women's match seemed very important. I love when they do this throughout the night. We're totally um, on the same they, page. They, I felt the same way. All three of the promos I, were really, really good, too. But not, I thought Carmella's was really good. Um, I, not to say hers was better or, or better than the other two, but I felt that she has really you know the stigma she has as champion and the way she's won and the ellsworth thing and yeah. now she's in like a comedy act and i feel like she really had two minutes to sell why she belongs in that match and i believed every word she said yeah and to kind of just get the comedy gimmick thing out of people's head for at least for the night um yeah yeah i personally like charlotte's the best i don't know why just what she said and the way she said it i, oh, I loved her too but they were all three of them were really great, and you're right. What it did for the match ultimately is just yeah, really good. Absolutely, great stuff. Totally. Then we had Rusev come out. This is like the only part of the SmackDown stories that I'm. I, I don't. Uh, we didn't record the past few weeks. But can you explain to me why a trained wrestler is act is is we're acting like we're grieving her death because she took a back bump? No, I can't. But I will tell you one thing. It did make me think that Becky versus Cena isn't happening anytime soon. 
<laughs> the way that they're framing <laughs> women relative to men, you know? Yeah, well, then, right, there's that whole thing, too. Like, what? Yeah. Um, and also, where did, Nakamura, where did Nakamura tell lies? What do you mean? When he told the truth. He really didn't do anything. Yeah, Rusev, yeah, Rusev caused, yeah, I don't, Rusev <laughs> yeah, is just. So, like, what? He's angry and, like, that Shinsuke is right, like, I guess. And Rusev being, like, all, like, serious. I mean, listen, I'm happy that the U.S. title has a feud. I'm happy that there's some heat to it. They followed it up with the, with the backstage segment. Nakamura will always be great, showing intensity and fire a lot better than he is at speaking. That's, that's yeah, a fact. Yeah. You know, and, and Rusev and Nakamura have had really great matches, too. Very true. Um, Very true. I thought, I thought that the match, I like that they main evented. I don't know if we talked about the match. No, we didn't. No, we recorded. didn't. From, uh, yeah. um, it was way too long, but it was good, and I liked that it main evented, because I wasn't expecting it to main event. Same. Because it started at, like, 9.30. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, it was like a full, no it was like a half hour. That was the the night where uh, AJ punched Vince. I mean, that was only like three minutes. But um, yeah, that's how the, that's how the, the show event. goes. But um, I don't I, I don't know if we're getting this on SmackDown. We're definitely not getting at the, at the Rumble. No, I'm sure, well, if they're in the Rumble, I would think they would interact. Maybe Rusev will take Shinsuke and himself out or something. Here's the thing that I was thinking, though. Like, when Rusev won the U.S. title, it's like, okay, they've kind of been doing what they feel they can to keep Rusev, like, as somewhat of a hot commodity with the crowd. You know, Rusev Day caught on, and they... I don't know. They're just There's just this constant unwillingness to do what the fans are clearly asking them to do. And this is a great example, because I feel like what they're doing right now with Rusev and Lana and Shinsuke is completely fundamentally misunderstanding what the people like about Rusev Day. Like, it has nothing to do, you know what I mean? Like, what you want to do in wrestling is, like, wrap your head around the appeal of a given act when an act catches on, figure out what the people like about them, and then you book them in ways that, you know, they're able to you maximize their appeal, you know what I mean, and hide their weaknesses. This, I feel like, I don't know, it was just awkward, and Rusev, you're right, kind of looks like an idiot because Shinsuke is correct, and Rusev is just... Getting mad. It's just like, why would anyone, like, you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I absolutely know what you're trying to say, yeah. Like, this has nothing to do with why people like him. What are you doing? Right, yeah. So, I mean, like I said, it, I'm glad that they're trying something. Um, and SmackDown has, it didn't bring down the quality of the show by any means. But it definitely was, it stuck out like a sore thumb in terms of the phenomenal show they had up, up to that point. Yeah, yeah, it was really easily the worst part of the night. <laughs> Even the next segment, which could have been bad, I really liked. So we had uh, the Bar versus Usos, which so they said. Yeah, that this Mandy Usos, thing was a little bad for me, but yeah, a lot happened. So they said that the Usos will get a championship, a future championship match if they win. I had an issue with Gallows and Anderson and Sanity not going up to Shane or Vince or whoever the fuck is there this week, last last night, saying like, I literally not saying this literal thing, but like. I just got a promo saying how, like, the only two guys are in the tag team scene. The New Day aren't in this match because they're in the Rumble. Like, why are they, why are the Usos getting another opportunity when we teamed up with them a few weeks ago to win in an eight-man tag match? Yeah. No, I totally agree. So, I thought that they both were going to interfere in the match and they were going to set up, like, a fatal four-way or something. Um, I totally forgot that this Mandy thing was actually going to be a real thing. Yeah, same. For that, for that reason, I think that you have the element of, <laughs> did Mandy walk from the hotel to the arena in her towel? <laughs> well, we go to you find know? out, no, she didn't, but um, I guess maybe at that right. point. I like how Uso She walked there still... in, her, in her wrestling gear, to be clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uso was still, like, focused on the match. It wasn't until 
like a few minutes where he turned around because I hate when that happens when like someone's music plays and oh I got to turn around now like yeah. it wasn't like he totally abandoned the tag match which I feel like they could have done. Um, and also when it first when her music first played I don't know about you but I was thinking like oh god is he actually going to get distracted like ogling her right yeah so that was good so when I say that it could have been worse though that's what I mean and also Mandy is a pretty convincing like slimy you know that kind of character and I think that even though we've evolved with the women's division women are still like that in real life and I think that that doesn't mean that we have to abandon that type of not all women. I'm not speaking badly about women. No, I was going to. I was going to slip like into Corey Graves mode and say, "There's nobody like that in real life, Jimmy." Oh, okay, you know, because right. she's a goddess. Anyway, not a goddess. Well, man, we're running not, out of uh, adjectives here. She is not what a she goddess. Is. Yeah, not a goddess. She's much more of like a Greek um, woman. But I think that I'm okay because I know that some people online were questioning this type of character at this stage in women's wrestling. Um, yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of okay with it because it's spiteful. She's doing it to, to get be against Naomi, and it's a secondary women's feud, which is never a bad thing. Doesn't mean that they're always gonna, they're always good, or this is like the best secondary women's feud you could have. It's not. But I yeah. appreciate. But I appreciate getting other people on the card, and I thought the best day segment was with Naomi taking off her shoes. There was good intensity to it. I I I enjoyed it for the most part. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I just, you but, know, it's, oh, it's One like, last thing. What, one last thing. I but, didn't like how Jimmy wasn't, didn't care that he just lost the tag team opportunity. He was like, what are you doing? Like, what's going on? Oh, like, yeah, now could, that you mention it. What was like, that? Was when Miz calm. first came out, he ran, was that him? He, they, one of the Usos ran back. Did you notice that? When Miz first came out, one of the Usos ran past him. I don't know oh, if that, that was... Probably, well, that was probably the one. I didn't notice that, but then that makes it worse because, I mean, I get, like... Oh right! I was How thinking like he that? ran backstage because he's angry and he wants to go deal with you know. No, I think he ran backstage because he knows that Naomi is crazy and was going to go attack her. Oh, maybe. But yeah, yeah you're right. He should have been. They should have been upset for sure. <laughs> so what did you? What did you have? Anything? You? I mean, you didn't like it or? Yeah, no, I didn't like it. It just because it's like you know, it's like the same old you know, this girl's trying to steal this girl's man. Like I don't know, just. I'm looking for change. I'm looking for growth. I feel like they're so far, so long overdue to evolve and doing stuff that they've just always done and plugging new faces into it is the opposite of that. Yeah, but she isn't really trying to steal his man. She's doing it to get under Naomi's skin. Okay. I think that's the main point about it. Yeah, you're you're right. You're right. You know, like she's more interested in screwing him out of it. Like she obviously isn't doesn't care about him that much if she just made him lose the tag team opportunity. I wish they would actually because you know it's it's a very specific case where the guy that she's pretending to like fawn over is basically a twin. Like you know, there's a single twin. There's. That's what I would say if I were him. Like, babe, why wouldn't she be into the single one of me? The guy that looks just like me but single. She's trying to clearly just trying to get under your skin. You know what I mean? Like, with the yeah. Uso specifically, there is a single version of the thing that you're looking for. Like, there's, yeah. there's literally one of those without a wife. Right. Well, that's why it's spiteful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, if I'm, but if I'm in Naomi's position, I mean, in real life, I wouldn't take my heels off and attack them backstage. But I would, I would feel threatened. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Okay, twin yeah, or, you're, you're twin right. Twin or no twin. You're right. But I, but listen, I have heard your view online, and I, I think that, at least, I, I like, not that what, what culture is the be-all, end-all, but I know that they were hesitant on it, and this week kind of flipped them a little bit. They, they okay. liked the way it went down. Not that you have to, but... Well, if it's good enough for what culture, that's what I always say. No, yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. You're, you're definitely making some good points. Um, so, okay. Yeah, Miz and Shane. So, for me, this was the worst part of the show. 
Okay. Not really, not the worst part of this show in particular, but the worst thing happening on SmackDown. Really? I mean, you, we kind of saw it coming, no? Were you surprised it happened this fast? No. Oh, definitely surprised it happened this fast. Does not make me like the concept of it anymore. Um, I think that Seamus and Cesaro look good right now. <laughs> I was going to say. Do you don't, are, are they losing? Are I, they think they, the- I think they might be, yeah. <sighs> Man. Well, at least they're doing it at the Rumble. Imagine if at one WrestleMania they lose to a 10-year-old and another WrestleMania they lose to fucking Shane McMahon and The Miz. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine that, unfortunately. Obviously. Um, so <laughs> but they're going to do it at Rumble instead, so we're all good. So the part of this that I liked is what I was saying to you, because at some point we had Daniel Bryan be interviewed backstage. Maybe it was after this. Uh, I think sure. it was after this, I think. Okay. So I, what I, I said it before about Raw, that it, I wish Raw was more like this, but I liked how... Daniel Bryan opened the show. You had our truth come in, which followed up on another storyline two weeks ago. You then had a lot of good wrestling in the middle. You had The Miz and Shane had a segment before this. Um, you had the tag team thing. They intertwined Mandy and Naomi's story into the tag team uh, championship uh, scene. Then you had The Miz come out after the conversation with Shane, which led it. It all felt like, and then you had Daniel follow up on the events from earlier it all felt very complete this week that's why i really like smackdown regardless of if i agree with how they did it i really think smackdown is above and beyond um yeah no i agree maybe even nxt right now i mean nxt is never bad but i mean it's really good smackdown i've been watching nxt i would that's you know doubtable seems doubtable but smackdown has been good you're right yeah well i mean and nxt has an hour which is which is a benefit to them true um I just don't... Is this leading... To, this is leading to The Miz and Shane in a singles match at WrestleMania. Am I right? Or defending the tag titles and, and losing, I was thinking. But against who? Um, like, the only reason that would work sanity? is if, like, a tag team, like, returns or, like, it's built up. Maybe the Bludgeon Brothers, but Sanity, I was thinking. Oh, the Bludgeon Brothers. That is a very... But I was I was never, like, super, like, big on them. Super bludgeon Yeah, I mean, not that I disliked them, I just, I don't know. It, oh, yeah, they were never, I mean, they didn't really do much to build them up. Like, they just changed their name. It was Eric Rowan and Luke Harper. Well, I think they got built up a lot more than I ever thought they would be. I think that the gimmick was corny. Um, the gimmick was corny. But I definitely think that they were protected for a very long time. More than I thought they would be. So you could have them come back and challenge Miz and Shane, and Miz, you know, Shane kind of look at Miz like, what have you gotten me into kind of thing, and they just get destroyed in Mania? Because I was also thinking that about Sanity with the three men, like you could have them use that to their advantage. And I would much same rather kind of Sanity. Thing. So would I. What if Bray Wyatt returns to SmackDown and they do Wyatt Family versus Sanity? Oh, that would be fucking awesome. I don't. Th- I doubt it's going to happen, but I totally have given up hope on them bringing Bray Wyatt back in any kind of cool way. Honestly. Yeah, he's probably just going to be in the Rumble. Yeah, I mean, um, which could be cool, but like you know, like I don't know. I just, and why does Shane McMahon have such? I mean, okay. I think I get it from, like, a psychological point of view. The whole Shane has daddy issues with Vince, and now Miz is talking about his daddy issues. And this is all a ruse for Miz, because he knows that Shane has a very unique relationship with Vince. Is that the bigger picture we're supposed to be thinking, or am I just thinking way too much? No, no, that's certainly uh, a possibility. I, it's, it's hard to see where like this is going. I like it a little more, if that's the case. Just a little bit more. Well, you would think so, the way that they keep talking about the daddy issues aspect. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I... It's hard to see where this is going, honestly, because, I don't know, I, I always just look at things logically, like, why why would Miz just do all this to turn on Shane? Yeah, and why are they taking up a rumble spot? Like, a yeah, 
I don't know. A ma- like, like a match slot, obviously, not like a rumble spot. Honestly, I think to get the titles on them. I don't see any other reason why you would do this. Oh, and, and I like the idea of them as a team defending the titles at Mania over the singles match of these two against each other. Way better. That, that I don't even understand how yeah, you could see that as a WrestleMania match, honestly. What does it say? As, well, The Miz is phenomenal. I absolutely think that The Miz can do some great work to make that match not like a must-see match or like AJ and Shane or anything like that, but a, a match that deserves to be on Mania. Yeah, Undertaker, Especially AJ Styles, with- Miz, or whoever he wrestled last year in Miz. That's who Shane would be wrestling at WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, Shane shouldn't be wrestling at re- WrestleMania at all. I agree. I totally let's, agree. I just think he needs there. He needs like AJ Styles. I didn't agree with that match at all. Thought it was a waste of AJ. But Shane needs somebody phenomenal to I don't know. I just I don't know if I have that kind of faith in Miz. Like Fair you enough. like you seem to, but Um well, I mean, I'm not like a super big Miz dude, but I do think You're that pretty he's big Miz dude. proved his worth as a versatile performer and has definitely improved leaps and bounds. I mean, his match with Seth Rollins was not far down from my top 10 matches of, of the year last year. Yeah, it was on a... Yeah, a lot of people were saying that. I didn't see it, but you do. You didn't see the match? No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, I saw the match. Okay. I did see the match. No, I just didn't see it being one of the... Anywhere close to the top match of the year. Well, I mean, I, it was it was my f- 16th. Oh, well. But I also included NXT in that. Yeah. Yeah, you did. See, yeah, when you do it like that, my top 10 matches were all basically NXT. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's get through... Oh, the triple threat is left. Yeah. This was I fucking awesome. loved it. I think that th- this is what... I mean, SummerSlam match was great. No one really commented that this was a SummerSlam rematch. Dude, when commentary said that, I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, shit. That's right. This was a SummerSlam match. I, I totally thought forgot. The, I thought it from the moment it was announced, and I feel like it would have... Like, none of them... Maybe the one downfall of the promos is that none of them talked about... Or at least Charlotte could have been like, by the way, like, girls, like, I beat you in the same match four months five months ago yeah i didn't um, even i honestly the match had been promoted i knew about it all week never had that thought oh yeah this is a SummerSlam rematch um whatever that says i loved it i thought that it was a little slow at parts i think it, that i mean it was given almost 20 22 minutes um no it was given uh i'm sorry 19 minutes because oscar came out for like two or three minutes right it was great i think that like i said it, it wasn't an amazing match from start to finish i think the tlc triple threat match was miles better than this well yeah there's, there's not, not really comparable either no um, but i liked all the you know the three-person interaction at once like i think that carmella i think that she's improved leaps and bounds and she does not get credit for it my only thing with her is that she has to stop using going to that super kick so much because it doesn't always yeah. connect it's very repetitive um, she and, did do it a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, th- what I like about wrestlers is, is adding moves to their repertoire as they're on the roster. They have live events to practice things. Um, Ronda's done that, which is why I think Ronda has really become what she's become, because she hasn't relied on the same two or three moves. Yeah. Yeah, um, all, all really... good wrestlers do that, evolve and add things to their yeah. repertoire and kind of change up their style with, you know, according to... Have you noticed that... Carmella brought the code of silence back into her r- repertoire when she turned face. Oh yeah, I think to, I feel like we might have talked about that a little bit. Uh, that's you were so saying that's weird. A, like, a that very like, yeah. Put her over as a heel. Like that move is, I love it, and because she usually does the um, the flatliner transition into the uh, the um, what I just say. What's the code, of, code of silence? Thank you. Into the code of silence, which is always a great transition. And I feel like a lot of her her women's championship matches were so underwhelming because. The super kick doesn't always look the best. Yeah. 
Um, Dakota Silence is, is one of and my she favorite hadn't finishing been, moves. Yeah, that wasn't like a staple finisher of hers. And it looks like it hurts. And she torques it well. She has great intensity in her face. Yeah. Um, I think she put it on a little too early in this match. I think if it was done in like the like the third act, it would have added some more uh, suspense. Yeah. Um, but the last like five minutes was incredible. Well, it really um, was. It was awesome. I give them all credit. Um, it was great. I, I honestly thought Carmella might win. And I thought about what you said while watching the match. What's that? That Carmella's only in the match because she's going to win. Dude, yeah. I, I was, yeah. Let's talk about this finish. So you were surprised, right? You thought Carmella was going to win? Uh, I didn't think so when you said it through texting, but the way the match was structured, I really did, yeah. Yeah, I was very surprised that Becky Lynch won. Did you, you didn't have any thoughts? Of, like, what were you, what? Based on what we think is going to um, happen, like, what were your thoughts when that I happened? Wasn't, I, I, I wasn't surprised that Becky won. I did think that Carmella had a chance. I didn't think Charlotte was going to. Um, I think that, and it's not. I'm not saying because it's what I want to happen, but I really think Asa's going to be Becky, and she's just going to be in the Rumble and win. Really? Okay. Yeah. It's not I'm unprecedented, still, but... I'm still on that track, but I'm curious to see what you think. Please. Well, I think it's not a hard leap to make. Like, what... Like what what I think is, remember I was I said this uh, w- weeks back that I was uh, weary about giving Becky racking up a lot of losses for Becky Lynch. She's so hot right now. Can she afford it? Will, will that cool her off? And so on and so forth. I think she could win the title back at Royal Rumble. I think she could because it it only makes sense that she would want to cost Ronda the title. I think Ronda could lose. I think what we think could happen with Becky could actually happen with Ronda, and I could see them wanting to give Ronda a Royal Rumble win, especially. On the anniversary of her debut with the company, I think that Ronda's going to lose. We'll have Sasha and Ronda early in the card. Becky will cost her, and Ronda will enter the Rumble and win and choose Becky and challenge Becky for the SmackDown Women's title at WrestleMania. And I don't know if you can continue down this rabbit hole even further with that, but that means Sasha is the champion, and that makes it obvious who she's got to face at WrestleMania, I feel like. Um,. So, it's funny you said that. I didn't read this note because I kind of faltered on it, but I did have in my notes from Raw, I said, uh, kind of lame to announce Ronda's Rumble opponent three weeks away like that, but I'm excited. Something tells me Ronda is dropping the title soon or else Sasha is one of the few. Well, that was along my, my, my mindset of Sasha huh. being one of the few matches left. Um, so, right. what would Sasha's match be then? Really? Bailey, dude. Really ju- Bailey. Oh. Well, then what happens to the women's tag team titles? Somebody else wrestles for them, I guess. That's the one thing I hadn't considered when I was putting all this together in my mind. Does Bailey turn heel, or is it like a friendly competition? Maybe Bailey turns heel. Maybe they lose somewhere late in the game with the tournament. See, I don't know. I, I really well, hadn't I thought about the tag Sasha. tournament if Sasha's champion. I, you know, well, you is... could have. I think you could have Sasha's champion and still being in the tag. I think that, would, that would bolster. That would bolster the, 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 the division. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You definitely could. Um, no, I don't dislike. So, but where's Charlotte in all this? Yeah. That's another byproduct of that. <laughs> I don't know. In a, well, in a, she, have... she, I guess she would be in a makeshift tag team wrestling for the women's tag titles. Oh, I don't see that happening, though. <laughs> that's I mean, that's, that's how they do it. Squeezing them all on there. Yeah, no, but yeah, but no. I mean, there's literally no one unless like a legend returns to team with her. So what do you have at WrestleMania right now? Um, like, what do you have oh, Charlotte I'm not, doing? I, I'm not. Oh, um, I have Ronda and Becky and Charlotte and Asuka. Okay, and I have still. and I have Bailey and Sasha versus Lita and Trish for the tag titles. Right. Okay. Not the iconics. 
as much as I love them, I can't stupidly think that's gonna that's gonna happen. Dude, they were a women's tag team years before the tag titles get announced. I think they should be the first champions personally. Wait, what do you mean? Their gimmick has been a tag team all along. Like they're basically a tag team. They've always oh, been a tag team. Liam, you know that I love them and I agree. I just don't I just I can't I, I don't I can't I'm I can't in good conscience to say that I think that would actually happen. Right. I just I guess yeah, it's wishful booking, but it should. There it You're is. right. It totally should and they should be focused more and they should have been beating jobbers up or or something and they're not just on and tv it, it, and it sucks but totally totally sucks um but yeah thank you everybody for joining us for wishful booking 2019 my name is liam mcnulty you can follow me on twitter at wish uh, no at me 211 that's that's the problem with changing your handle often even though you change it like too much, we've done like four shows since you change it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Despite my that. name is Jimmy Morecraft, you could follow me on Twitter at Doctor Morecraft. You can follow the show on Twitter at Wishful Booking. You can like us on Facebook at Wishful Booking Pod. You can email in wishfulbooking at gmail dot com and uh, tell tell people about this. Tell, tell people about it because you know that would help. Sure would. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. So long, guys. Later. You're like the sun. A mere reflection of your magnitude A replicate cast across the room A remedy for your solitude Cause you are my sun and I'm your moon I am the one without a name You are the glue I'm bonded to you I can see
the sun and I'm the moon. 